everybody, and welcome to Gearheads, a podcast where we talk about every single one of the movies starring Richard Tiffany Gear. I am one of your hosts, Elsie. Just kidding. My name is Elise. Whoa. <laughs> I was I was shook. <laughs> I'm Sarah. I was going to pronounce it weird, but... Sarah. Sarah. K. Sarah. Sarah. Someone today on the phone was like, what was your name? And I was like, Sarah. Like, Sarah. Did I pronounce that right? I'm like, yep. <laughs> It is in the Bible. It is a very old name. Yep. 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 Very classic. One time they said, is a spell with an H? And I said, yes. And then they gave me my drink or whatever I'd ordered. And it was S-H. No, H-A-R-A. Just H-A-R-A? H-A-R-A. Hera. Yeah. That's rude. Yeah. That's disrespectful. Sarah with an H, yeah. I hope you Let's, threw it in their faces. Can't get no respect. <laughs> um. Well, Hera, how are you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm good. I, I feel like we've both been better. Every, you know, we're deteriorating. This what is not these, a podcast about Richard Gere. No, it's a podcast about the downfall of two women in their early, early, early 30s. So barely, <laughs> barely legal 30s. <laughs> yeah. One of these weeks I would love to be like, I'm doing great, but I don't think that's happened once in the run of this podcast. I feel like it's happened one time. Has it happened once? Yeah, Maybe like I just got a job and I was Yeah, happy. there was like one week where it's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing good. But um, I feel, you know what my theory is that I actually died of COVID very on, mm, early on and mm-hmm. I have been in um, purgatory since. So does that mean I am too? I guess you are. I'm sorry about that. Maybe we caught it at the it's same time. It's not so bad then. If this is purgatory. I don't know. It could be there worse. were a lot of mice in my bedroom Okay, the other let's day. get into it. Elise has had a little rodent a problem. A little case of the mouse in the house. Yeah. <laughs> but um, from my bedroom. They're in my bedroom. They literally they're are with... running. One night, I woke up. Okay. I Poor Sarah. I Poor Sarah. <laughs> we were, so we recorded this on Sunday. We watched the movie on Sunday? No. Okay. The what? first mouse. You came Which over. Which we talked about in the last episode. If you were... If you're a listener of this podcast, we talked about the mouse. Yeah, you oh, may yeah. remember hearing oh, about yeah. it because it was the, the day we saw it for the first yes. time. Yes. Okay, so that was a while so it's ago. It's been a long time to these little and the, jerks. we thought it was just one. It wasn't just one. And then so Elise came over Saturday night because there was mice in her room, and then we woke up the next day, had a lovely brunch, uh, watched this movie, couldn't record. Elise went home, and then I got a text from some friends at like ten nineteen. And then fell promptly back asleep. <laughs> and Elisa texted me like at 1026. <laughs> so then I woke up to pee at midnight and saw these texts that were like, they're everywhere. They're running around my room. I went out and there's one on the counter. <laughs> like I just had this visual of like just mice crawling. By the time you text me back, I'm just a mouth and just mice covered <laughs> yeah. in mice. All this stuff, just one arm sticking out. <laughs> yeah. So at least until I texted her, because she's like, can I come over? But like I hadn't. I wasn't awake. So for two hours, she was just sitting on her bed with a, a broom. broom. <laughs> yes. Yep. With all the lights on, I was like, I know I have been sleeping. Mice. I have been sleeping with the lights on. Yeah. It's not a restful way to live. So then she came over. She slept here on Sunday. But again, it's just a couch and there's no darkness in this apartment. Beautiful and windows everywhere you look. Monday, last Monday, you I don't know. didn't sleep. No, I know. I and don't last sleep. night, you didn't sleep. I slept a little last night. And I yeah. was able to turn my lamp off between the hours of 6 a.m. and 8 a.m. And I slept solidly. The sun rises at like 545. <laughs> but I have good blinds. <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> the uh, And they came and supposedly fixed all the holes. But it's just a, it's wild how much of a... 
It's they're just little mice, and these are also really tiny mice. They're actually very cute, and I started to feel attachment to them immediately because I will just attach Stockholm to anything. Syndrome yeah, immediately. Uh, so it doesn't seem like that big a deal, but man, they really have a way of ruining your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they really do. So that's been me lately, and then Sarah's had fun little treats herself. Yeah, I just had like really weird legs. I I have I'm a medical miracle <laughs> miracle i just have lots my body feels awful i don't feel like any part of it is functioning correctly Aww. like nothing and uh to add to everything like my legs started like hurting over the weekend and then like got really bad yesterday and then it was just my left leg and then veins were poking out of it and i was like mm, and it was like hot and itchy and it was all signs of like a blood clot and i was like Aww. i should go get this checked out and the doctor was like and then my foot was turning blue i tell you Ooh, that part no when i went to urgent care i was sitting there my foot was like bright blue oh my gosh and i was like is this concerning he's like i'm not so concerned about that i'm more <laughs> concerned about this and i was like okay were you sitting with your feet dangling off the thing i was but just my left leg my right i had both shoes off and like interesting yeah and uh let me tell you a nude toenail does not look good when your foot is (laughs) (laughs) blue. pick a different color just in case uh anyway so i had to go to the er to get a sonogram and that took six hours because well okay because they're 4 30 and i left at like 9 30 so like five hours but geez sarah don't exaggerate (laughs) yeah and because there's more and more like severe cases kept coming into the er so it's like fine i understand but also can i get out of here anyway we've had a fun week between the two of us it's only wednesday we decided the other day that between like sarah has it pretty well together (laughs) mentally and emotionally i would say and i like somehow have it okay you're great you physically you're great physically i think i do have a weird lump on my back i think we decided this on friday that like we (laughs) we make a whole person we make between the two of us yeah we are whole yeah yeah isn't that sweet yeah isn't that sweet yeah we went to a Mets game. That was fun. That was fun. Resisted the nachos in a hat, but not for long. Next time I go. Yeah. We, we waited conservatively 45 minutes for some chicken strips <laughs> because they had one person working. She was having a breakdown too. <laughs> yeah. It was It was not typical, I don't think, based on like. No. There are always long lines at those games, yeah. but everybody else in line was freaking out too. There was about 20 people ahead of us. And the the chicken it wasn't like they were like the chicken strips were being made very quickly it yeah was just they just hand them the you. checkout process anyway this doesn't <laughs> please cut this out <laughs> but <laughs> we, we there was a guy in front of us who like i just you know like how sometimes you bond in those moments trauma bonding trauma bonding <laughs> he was very funny i, I think about him i've thought about him every yeah, day since yeah he turned to us and said these are gonna be the best <laughs> these are gonna be the best chicken tenders yeah. with like a crazy look in his eyes yeah <laughs> And I thought he looked like Jake Gyllenhaal. She yeah. thought he was like Bradley Cooper. I thought he had Bradley Cooper so energy. In my mind, he's a celebrity now. Yeah, I did fall a little in love with him in yeah, that he moment. He was great. <laughs> uh, the game was good Anyways, too. <laughs> that's what we're also, up to. <laughs> also, we watched some baseball. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever, baseball. We had a hot dog. Okay, let's just talk about everything we ate really okay. quick. We had hot dogs. Yeah, we did. We had chicken strips. Yeah, fries. Had, chicken with cheese tenders, sauce. Sorry. Um, fries with cheese sauce, which was great. Mm-hmm um popcorn popcorn diet i just got a box of popcorn oh, that she so took good. home and then also then took to the movies the next day <laughs> i'm nothing if not thrifty <laughs> with the box of popcorn you i've seen elise travel more with popcorn <laughs> than any other type of food and more than any other type of and more than any other person that's true I it's impressive that. thank you 
I a lot of people get movie theater pop. They're like, oh, I love movie theater popcorn, and then they throw it out at the end of the movie. That's not. I guess you don't. You love don't it. I guess you don't. Love I guess it. you don't love it. Do you throw away things you love often? Yeah. Do you throw away your baby? <laughs> I guess not. Um, I I will always upgrade to a tub because I'm a a list stubs member, and I will I upgrade to oh that tub. God. And I, I will presents. if I get a tub. I will eat every kernel in that tub. It may not be during the movie, but that tub of popcorn will be eaten to the bone. Yeah. And it might mean I'd take it on the subway with me more than once. And that's okay. also eats popcorn in a great way. (laughs) Not a lot of people eat popcorn well. And you do. I don't know how you do it. I got to study you. Because I... I want to feel a lot of popcorn in my mouth. And so, and I think a lot of people fall into this category. <laughs> and so they grab too much and then they do this well, thing. I feel like I do that. I feel like I eat it like a monster. No. You just, you just, it's like a full palm and then like a tongue out and you just go, ah, and you smash it that into your face. That is not how I've experienced you eating popcorn. Oh, I don't know. So you nice. do a great job. Yeah. I, and so I like, I love popcorn, but I get really stressed eating it. And I also like, <laughs> will just eat it too much. Like I will eat too much popcorn. I will not stop. It'll be a constant thing until it's gone. And you do a good job at like, I'm going to save the rest for home. <laughs> if you just remind yourself it's a little treat for later. Yeah, there you go. I love to This have a and treat. other helpful life hacks. <laughs> yeah, listen to me. I've got a lot of great advice for how to live a full happy life. <laughs> I'm the gal to come to for that. <laughs> okay. Also, really quick. Elise is wearing a great collar shirt. I feel like we've I talked like about Elise's collars a lot, but this one's probably the biggest collar I've seen. It's really big. Earlier on, I called myself Popeye. seven inches wide. It's really <laughs> on I each should, side. Even if I had ironed it, it'd be even bigger. Yeah. Earlier on, I said I was Popeye because I wanted spinach, and then I looked in the mirror and I was like, I am a sailor man. It's a very cute outfit with the loafers and the pants, and then you had a great jacket on too. Jeez, thank it was good. you. Yeah. Compliment City USA. Compliment City USA Sarah looks cool too. She I look like a on. scrub. No, I don't. look like a little slug that just slithers around. No, you do I saw not. this TikTok that said that they can't explain it, but Travis Barker looks like he slithers. And yeah. he looks like he ha- should have a shell around him. Yes. Yes. And yeah. I like Travis Barker. Yeah. But he does. <laughs> it's not an insult. Have you watched because it's not any, nice, have you but... watched him at all in the Kardashians? No, I don't like that. I know. I, I know. wish I could get on board with the Kardashians, no. but I can't. I can't. But for some reason, I watched. I I wanted some trash TV to eat. Like I was probably eating a trash meal, and so it's like trash TV with a trash meal. Mm. And okay. I watched the. I've never seen an episode, and watched like the new episode, like or the, the whatever the new season, and it's so. Him and Courtney are just like just like gross middle schools and like middle schoolers in the hall like and they got kids couple. and some like he he has old kids yeah it's it's they're kind of they're borderline like disgusting with pda <laughs> and like i usually don't mind pda yeah so i like i i i like it i'm happy okay that's not true but i in the past i'm happy for people when they're in, i like a relationship where you're just obsessed with each other i think that's great there's way too many relationships where they seem to hate each other yeah and i also have participated in gross pda myself i understand it but yeah. it doesn't mean i want to see it from yeah yeah travis barker yes and Who? from like full grown-ups yeah you want to watch kids make i would <laughs> i want to see the teens give me the teens also, Gross. I was just thinking this about Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox today. Why do we have two of the exact same couple? I don't know. I don't know. But we, well, and they're kind of worse. I did fall they into like worse. a weird conspiracy TikTok hole <laughs> where they're convinced that Megan Fox is a vampire okay. and is sucking life out of Machine Gun Kelly <laughs> and using him because she keeps referring to him as like her baby boy and like <laughs> a delicious little baby and like keeps calling him like a baby. That is and strange. like, 
then like they were doing like all these photos like of him before he met megan and then like after and he's like more sullen and pale and like it seems like he's like getting the life drained out of him <laughs> i was like this is so silly to me but also i love it that i would support that i would much rather live in a world with only megan fox than only machine gun kelly oh really oh i'm w- way more into megan i don't fox. like machine gun kelly but i just don't trust megan fox i, d- I used to feel that way but it changed for me <sighs> okay Remember when she was on New Girl? I do remember. That might be when it changed. Also, I actually really liked her on New Girl. I yeah, I was surprised. Too. She and him are... Have they always been back together? The band? Yeah. Or maybe... Sorry. Um, <laughs> I think they've been together this whole oh. time. Oh. For some reason, I thought they weren't. Did they break up? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, they're, they have, they're, they're on tour. Oh, that's all. Because I feel like they put out a Christmas album like every mm. year. You can't do more than one Christmas album. There are not that many songs. Yeah. And like nobody likes an original christmas song i i can't think of one okay you've had okay i kind of like me that album which one the girl the molly birch yeah yeah and some of those are originals Mm -hmm. and they're great i gotta say i love the justin bieber under the mistletoe song he says shoddy with you oh with you shoddy with you uh i love of course mariah carey's you don't like that song? No. It's you're just you've heard too much of it. Before I don't know. it exploded a few years ago, it was a sweet song. I never I don't think I've ever liked it. Mm-hmm. I don't like pop Christmas. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> um I like minor I like Sufjan Christmas. No, that is the best kind. I'm sure <laughs> I've told you this Christmas. story a million times, but I was once at a work Christmas party and I went early to help them set up because anything to get out of working. And they're like, okay, we need some like really mellow Christmas music that like it's not just the same stuff we listen to all the time. And I was like, roll up my sleeves. Have I got a playlist, um, a couple albums for you. And I put it on. And within <laughs> seconds, everybody's like, what is this music? Somebody switch it. And then they put on like Michael Bublé. And I was like, you guys are heat. You guys are awful. Awful. What's the word? Philistines. Philistines. <laughs> you guys are lesbians. You guys are a bunch of lesbians. Um, uh, I'm so tired. The mice don't let me sleep. All right. Well, we should, get we should going probably forty five minutes in yeah. talk about this film, which we are. I personally am much happier to talk about than guys, the, last the last one. Last movie was so bad. It made me want to quit this podcast. I know it was B season, and it was hard to get back. But you know what? I liked, I liked this movie. This was a... It was a... The hoax. Yeah. I don't... Yes, it was the hoax. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I liked... I liked this movie definitely better. Okay. If I was watching it for just fun, I think I'd kind of be like, all right. You know, mm-hmm. like... Mm-hmm. But it was... But for this podcast, it was like, okay, great. I thought it was a fun watch. I thought I did most of the things it was trying to do pretty well, actually. I was I was pleasantly surprised because it's not a movie that I feel like I have ever heard of outside the bounds of this. But if, I don't know. Is he, has he turned into, like, box office poison? No offense, Richard. But it's like he has made a handful of movies that I've seen in this later mm-hmm. version of his career that are actually pretty good. But you don't hear a peep about this them. one. I was just reading that like it got like really like it got it was received really well critically. Yeah, 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, box just flopped. Office. So is he box office poison? Is he? We'll find out because we're going to keep watching more of them. <laughs> um, okay, so we watched The Hoax, which is based on a true story. It's based on a real man named Clifford something. What's his name? Irving? Yes, Clifford Irving, who wrote a book that he pretended was an authorized biography of Howard Hughes, the eccentric billionaire, 
and it was not authorized and he made it all up including interactions with hughes himself and it's a fascinating story and it's kind of fun to watch and it takes place in the 70s so we got a lot of turtlenecks we got a lot of mock and we necks. have them trying to make richard gear look young and we have them trying to make richard look younger than he is i found pictures of him from this movie's premiere and the the age that he actually looks i mean he looks great but it's shocking how much like look at him Oh my gosh. He looks so much better. He there. looks so handsome. They should have just let him be. That beautiful silver fox. They gave they dyed his hair golden brown and they made it kind of wavy with like or like curl waves. Yeah. And it made his face look so You know what old. I read? This also this was gonna be in trivia, but I'll just say it now. They he wore like a little bit of a nose piece and they altered his hairline. I think it was a wig that he was wearing. So that's probably why he also looked weird okay. because he had a we different knew. nose and a different wig, but like not enough that we could tell. Yeah. Yeah. Why did he wear a nose piece? I guess cuz the real guy's got a bigger nose than he has. <sighs> I like but this picture. He's handsome. I can't it, help Elise it. Is, <laughs> I'll just carry on. Elise <laughs> is busy. Um yeah, uh stubble. So so he plays cl- <laughs> Just don't see that very often on him. Biting her lip. <laughs> <laughs> so his name, he, we're going to call him Cliff. Cliff. Everybody calls him Cliff. Yeah. Um, and it starts off like with him getting a promising deal. Um, with McGraw-Hill. Those mm-hmm. are his publishers. Um, because Life was interested in his book. We don't know what it's about. It doesn't yeah. matter because it almost immediately gets canceled. Yeah. <laughs> so he like plans this vacation. He buys a car. He's excited. And then... He finds out that they're not going to move forward with it and that they don't think he's a good writer. Yeah. So he's on this vacation with his friend who is not Richard Kind. <laughs> it's Alfred. She kept thinking he was Richard Kind. It's Alfred Molina. I can see why you were confused Thank about you. it. But it is not Richard Kind. <laughs> it is, in fact, Doc Ock. Doc Ock. <laughs> From one version of Spider-Man. Sometimes he just looks so pathetic. Like he... Who? Uh, alfred molina like oh yeah he like the look like he just looks you want to help him he was and really the, like, good at this he's kind of like got basset hound face yeah he does have basset hound face which i never i hope no one ever says about oh, me oh gosh i mean that, and like he just kind of like he his his mouth kind of hangs and he's got big eyes and they kind of are watery and so like when <laughs> watery. he like, looks confused or concerned it's like extra yeah i don't know i can see that yeah um we we also meet before that we meet um his wife his wife thank you marcia gay harden plays his wife with a really strange haircut they should have let her have a southern accent but they gave her like a german we could not figure out it w- i wrote indecipherable accent yeah. it was swiss oh swiss okay i like googled it i had to google it and she i mean she's based on a real person yeah who was swiss i guess but they should just let her be she had an awful haircut it was bad but but fun 70s clothes so she's like an artist married to him um and they've had some marital troubles, but they're back together. And like their couch is being repossessed, which yeah. is confusing because he buys a new Mercedes. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways. Also like- oh, also at the, he goes to the myth, a masquerade ball and that's where he finds out that they're not publishing oh, his right. novel. And he sees a woman there. Julie Delpy is, the, <laughs> that's probably not how you pronounce her last name. I've never said it before or heard it said. She's that was the name you were trying to look up? Yeah. No, that was, oh. it was a different one. I don't know how to pronounce any names. She's the actress from like the Before Sunrise movies. Yeah. Very she's pretty. Very pretty. I think she's French, but now I'm questioning everything. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so he sees her and like looks like super enchanted looking by at her. Each other. And I'm like, is he going to cheat? And then we find out more about that yeah. later on. We'll get to but it. But I would like to also say that when his wife comforts him about, um, there's like a lot of him just like flopping around and sulking in this movie, which I like a lot. 
but she's she comforting loves a flop. him. She loves a sulk. Love a sulk. Um, she keeps comforting while well, she's comforting him, and she she says they are potatoes, all of them. Yeah, <laughs> which is a nice thing. To say. It's a good. I should remember that. That's yeah. a fun thing Call to say. Potatoes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now we. Sorry, we can go to you. We were saying they're on vacation. So they're on vacation. They're like in the Bahamas. Yeah, NASA. That's right. And um, they're at this hotel, and in the middle of the night. They get kicked out. Everybody's getting kicked out of the hotel and moved to relocated to a different hotel, <laughs> which is way worse because um, Howard Hughes wants to the be whole in a hotel. hotel to himself, and I think he owns it. Yeah, the yeah the notepad said Hughes, Hughes on property it. or yeah. something. Yeah, and so like uh, Cliff becomes very like kind of enchanted by this idea, uh, bothered, yeah, but like also like enchanted by this idea very that intrigued. someone has so much power. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he um he's desperate because like he doesn't even have a couch anymore, so he shows back up to the publisher. There's like especially a, a woman. I'm guessing she's his editor. I didn't mm-hmm. catch her name, but she he like shows up to her and he's like insists on a meeting. He's like, I have the best idea in the world for you. We're gonna meet at a bowling alley, blah blah blah. He does not actually have an idea Mm-mm. for this, but he's one of those I'll think about it later sort of people, which makes me want to crumble into pieces from anxiety. Yeah. Um, but then he sees an article about Howard Hughes in a thing. And then he's like, oh, wow, I forgot I'm obsessed with him now. <laughs> and so he forges. I, I want to slowly become him. Yeah. He pulls a Mark Hoffman and he forges a letter Ooh, from Hughes. Nice. Thank you. To the publisher being like, hey, I'm going to let this guy write an authorized biography yep. of me. Um, and so they so he, he meets her at the bowling alley. And then they have a meeting. And people are examining the letter and they confirm they're like okay well it looks legit i think they even had handwriting experts yeah mm-hmm. which is how you know that's a load of crock <laughs> they used to use that a lot in crime shows yep. and stuff and not anymore it doesn't hold up so they agree to pay five hundred thousand total so one hundred fifty thousand to him and four hundred thousand to or no something like that i don't remember but it's a lot of money for the seven four hundred thousand i mean yeah. for the 70s that would be a lot of money for me right yeah. now <laughs> yeah and all like on his word and I, and this letter. But that's the thing is he was smart to use this sort like this person that nobody could get to. He was right. so mysterious. He never talked to anybody. He was very elusive. Um, so he goes on a trip to do research with his friend, Alfred Molina, whose name is Richard. It's Dick, isn't it? Suskind. Okay. It's almost like Richard him? Kind. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's you're Suskind. Right. <laughs> It's sus. They it's call him sus. They call, yeah. But as he as he leaves on his trip, his wife like kisses him goodbye, and she says, "No special friends." And this upset me because she's like, "We've worked like we've worked really hard this yeah, year. Yeah, we built something back up. Yeah. So clearly, the man's got a wandering eye, and I hate it. Yep. Bad. Um. There's a scene of them at the Library of Congress, which I love. Oh. Not only there was that, and a scene outside of your work. Oh my gosh! I so got was like so double archive. I got so excited about that. She there was a scene where they were the on the bed. front steps of where I work. We were watching. I this peed in a bed. the bed. <laughs> Just for reference there. Um, but I'm anyways, horizontal now. Yeah, Sarah's Can you hear it in my down. voice? Oh, yeah, it sounds sexual. Mm. Um, so they're doing a ton of research on Hughes, so they can fake this. They even go to the Pentagon and steal a file, and. He makes his nervous friend do all of the dirty yeah, work. Yeah, so Richard Kind, <laughs> like, is so... He's me. I related to him so much in this film because, like, he's so sweaty and stressed <laughs> and, like, just kind of, like, bumbling and, like, 
he's so sweaty in this he sweats a lot i'd like to know how much yeah misted him and how much there's a lot of him having to sneak around and like grab files and put them and put them down his pants yeah yeah his pants so they steal this they steal the file from the pentagon yeah and he and he gets patted down and as he's getting patted down it falls down his pant leg um which we debunked to ourselves amongst yeah. each other because we're like that would have to fold in half to go yeah down his so <laughs> yep could never happen <laughs> and we turned it off yep and then we, we turned off the movie at the this. first inconsistency <laughs> um they're so they're still like scraping up research on hughes and they find his some i don't know how they get a hold of him but howard hughes's old business manager i cannot oh, remember noah his, dietrich thank you wow, a retired hughes you. aide coming through so now we can look up his house now oh his yeah because his they house go to his movie. house in las vegas and Ooh. it is a, it, uh, it's so cool <sighs> and pretty and i love it and i just want to be friends with it it's just the prettiest <laughs> um so they're like he has like written a little manuscript mm-hmm. about his time with howard hughes and they he's like you can't you just have to read it here you can't take it with you anything I'm going to go swimming in my giant indoor pool. So while he does that, once again, Cliff gets nervous Dick to go run out and Xerox it. And so like Dick's just, or Cliff's just sitting there pretending to read it. Yeah, like hunched over, like miming reading. Yeah. And I don't know how Dick pulled that off. So like he copied. He drove and like, yeah. Where was he? The local library? I have no idea. But again, so sweaty and stressed. Yeah. And it was stressful to watch. Um, Yeah. And then he comes back and then Cliff is like, yeah, we're not interested. I think they're pretending to be publishers. Maybe. Yeah. He's like, this isn't good writing. It's bad writing. Bye. I'm like this old man. This like, be nice. Guy. Well, he's rich. He's super rich. He'll be fine. Um, <laughs> His inner pool can keep him company. <laughs> so like now they have even like more details about Howard Hughes that like make it seem like they actually more know More legit. Yeah. yeah. Then he gets a phone call from the woman he saw at the masquerade ball. Oh, that's Julie. right. Delpy, who again, surely that cannot be how her last name is pronounced. Delpy. She would have changed it. Delpy. Um, and she calls him. And so now, or she like, yeah, she calls him. And she says, uh, he says, it's too late. Like, you know what I would have given to hear this phone call a year ago? But like, yeah. well, we're done with this. I'm, my wife and I are building things back up. So obviously they weren't just like, like when they saw each other at the party, there was a history there. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep. And I thought it was going to cut to them in bed together, but it didn't. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so let's see. He then he receives more the money. Oh, yes. I can't. I think he, is this when he asks for a million bucks? No, that's, no, that's, that's later. later. Okay. Sorry. Um, he starts recording himself talking like Hughes. Yeah. <laughs> he like dresses. And he draws <laughs> a little mustache on himself before he does this, which is silly. Um, and then he receives a box of information mailed to him. Uh, have i skipped too much um this is where wikipedia tells me we are i've got some things in okay. between that like um they have this whole thing with he gave me a prune where he takes oh dick to a meeting with all the publishers i don't know why yeah. you took dick because dick cannot don't be take trusted dick anywhere don't nervous. trust dick never guys guys girls ladies never, never trust. trust dick <laughs> um and so all of a sudden dick is like we're co-authors and then he's also like 
Howard Hughes gave me a prune. And they're like, oh, sorry, you guys met Hughes? And yeah. And then he has to, and then Cliff he has has to, to now, spin like, this whole story about. Yeah, because he had never mentioned that, like, they had met him. Yeah. Or, like, that Dick had met. I don't know. Yeah, it was just a whole thing. It's very stressful. A lot of this movie was stressful. Dick made this movie very stressful. Yeah, he didn't help yeah. very much. He did a lot, but it wasn't always helpful. And so, you know, after that whole thing, they get more money. And he's like, oh, all cash. Somehow he's able to cash Howard Hughes checks. I don't really understand how because they're made out to Howard Hughes, but he does. Ooh. Well, the first one wasn't. There, it's just a check for him. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. I then. think. But then the next one he asked for. The whole. Okay. Yeah. Um. He does. He goes out with Dick, and they get drunk, and then he calls his mistress. Cuts to them the next morning at the Plaza Hotel, freshly he, sexed. Yeah, and he seems to regret it and just kind of be like. But then he kisses her like quite quite passionately goodbye yeah and she's like but my boobs are out (laughs) you should stay (laughs) um ladies home journal has excerpts from another book about Mm -hmm. hughes somebody else is doing the same thing Mm -hmm. and hughes is hughes's people are going after this person like big time like they're his lawyers are like we did not do this blah blah blah. and so this is how he knows what Hughes will do to him, mm-hmm. I guess, right? right? If when he finds out, because this whole movie, I kept being like, I mean, Howard Hughes is not dead. Like, yeah. is he going to say something? Is this has this not like made the trades? Like, right. you would think the word would get around that they're doing this autobiography on him, right? For some reason, it doesn't really seem to be an issue until later. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And at what point he sends Dick to the Bahamas just to mail a letter? That's true. Like, it seems yeah. like he could have faked that stamp. Right. If he was forging signatures earlier. Yeah. Um, but he has a meeting with the big wigs, like the biggest wigs at mm-hmm. McGraw-Hill. And the biggest wig is none other but <laughs> our little friend Stanley Tucci. The Tooch. The Tooch returns. The Tooch. So diff- he played, he was in Del Wars Prada. Yeah. Same year, essentially. Okay. Mm-hmm. Looks completely different. Totally different. Different height. Different weight. Different height different hair different <laughs> face sarah that wasn't stanley tucci oh <laughs> that was anna hathaway <laughs> it was anna hathaway uh, okay uh so stanley yeah he just he's at his peak right now yeah he i mean a lot of men just get better and better as they age yeah. and i mean i think that's great for them good for them but i want some of that too <laughs> don't hate the sinner hate <laughs> the sin <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> Stanley, I'll allow it. <laughs> um, he doesn't like Cliff, though. And no, so Cliff, trust him. he calls this big meeting. Like, he just keeps, the guy's got a set on him because mm-hmm. he's, things are going fine. But he decides he wants more money. So mm-hmm. he calls this big meeting and he re- he's like, I'm returning my $100,000 advance to you. We're actually going to look for another publisher. Um, but Howard Hughes will go through with you guys if you give him a million dollars advance and they're all just like, Oh, (laughs) not a chance. Right. But it works. Yeah, it works. But that's when they don't know how to cash the check. Cause that's like, they make it out. It's a million dollar check to somebody else. And so he goes back and is like, actually, you know, silly Howard, he's so (laughs) mysterious. He actually just wants it made out to his initials. This is, this is his wife's idea. I can't remember her name. Edith. This is Edith's idea. And so she's like, we'll make a fake passport for me. Again, if they can make a fake passport, why can't why they can make they a mail fake the stamp from the Bahamas? Yes. <laughs> um, why is the post office better than the passport detection? <laughs> I don't know. But she, uh, so they make a fake passport for her and her new name is like Helga Rudolph Wait, or something. When did the helicopter thing happen? Before this? Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. where they staged the fake meeting? Oh, um, no, that's later. That's okay. later. And it's okay. also how the movie starts. Yeah. With like them all being like on the roof and like, he's coming and okay. a helicopter coming down. And then it cuts back to like 1971 or whatever. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so sh- anyways, Edith's plan is we're going to go to s- open a Swiss bank account and it- make the checkout to just HR Hughes. And I will make a fake name. Her name is like Helen Hughes. And so she goes to Switzerland and she does that. Um, and now Hughes's lawyers have caught it, caught on mm-hmm. and they're threatening to sue. Yep. Oh, and then this is when he gets, he gets this random box full of files yeah. about Hughes and he finds in the box. Also, at the same time the box arrives, Edith gets a piece of mail from mm-hmm. his girlfriend being like, I can still feel you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, she's, and she's like, like, well, this little son yeah. of a bitch. Yep. Um, and she yells at him as she should before she takes off to Switzerland. Sorry. Before this, though, wasn't there that phone call with Hughes? Which phone call? Where they were all in the room and the dick ran away and was having a heart attack on the stairs. Oh, gosh. Um, No, that's after this. After this? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. So in this box of files that mysteriously shows up on his door, um, he finds information about Nixon, who's do, currently do, do. the president. At least his favorite president. My fave president. Just dick. Trump. Tricky dick. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Who's also nicknamed Tricky Dick. <laughs> um and it, there's info in this box that could get nixon impeached essentially he like accepted bribes mm-hmm. from hughes all this stuff and cliff is convinced that this box is from howard hughes himself and like a sign that like he wants him to like yeah work on the book. he starts to get a little bit like like sarah said he yeah. puts on a mustache he's like recording interviews as hughes i don't know why he has to do that because he's the one writing the book so he doesn't need to listen to an interview <laughs> of himself right i thought like he was like practicing to like do phone calls but that never happened yeah he's just a real method actor what can we say um but so this is when the phone call happens okay do you want to well i don't fully understand it so publishers i I think at this point are they're just like kind of suspicious of him and they set up a phone call with hughes yes they call him in but they like spring this on him like they're like come in and see us and we're not going to tell you why so he comes in and they're like we have howard hughes calling us at one o'clock and we have this guy right here who has talked to him before so he Mm -hmm. can confirm that it's actually howard hughes because he says he has nothing to do with this project you're talking about intense thing and like and and dick runs away down the stairs and like (laughs) it's like like having a heart attack attack. and like and like like they can't get out of the building and so like richard the alarm's going off like yeah so cliff's like just wait here and like pushes him under the stairs and then like cliff goes back up to the room and the guy comes out he's like uh I can confirm that was Howard Hughes. And he says that he has no idea about your book. And then he's like, but he also was kind of weird. Yeah. Like they're just, and we don't know exactly what he wants all the time. And so maybe it's it's just like, what? Like, and so then he, and that's when he's like, I want a million dollars. Right. No, the million dollars was before this, but this is when, yeah, Cliff like doubles down. And cause it starts off with him from the back and we hear him saying like, okay, here's the deal. I've, I was lying, blah, blah. Yeah. And then it spins around. He's not actually saying that. He's just, I think, being like, I could come clean. And then he's like, nah, nah, nah. nah. And it's just like, that little mofo, like, yeah. he's betraying me. We've worked this out. Like, it just gets indignant, yeah. which I think is a one of the like typical signs of lying is like yeah. when you, he does all the things yeah. you're not supposed to do, like too much detail. Like Jen Shaw. Just, yeah. He's a real Jen Shaw, if you ask me. <laughs> Defrauding. Defrauding. Um... 
Dick wants to quit. He's like, I can't handle this anymore. Yeah. I will <laughs> die from this. You and I would have been out like two yeah. minutes in. Immediately. Yeah. So Richard, or I mean, Cliff is like, yeah, let's just go for one last drink. Oh, that's right. Dick gets super drunk. Yeah. Cut to him the next morning. Having slept with. He had, he, he has slept a with sex a, worker. Oh, uh, yeah. Young, a woman. A woman. And this whole movie, he, we never see his wife, but he talks about her a lot. Mm-hmm. And she clearly like. A, An important a, part of his right. life. And he's devoted. He's never cheated on her before. He will like make little comments about Cliff cheating and yeah. he doesn't approve clearly. I mean, he. Yeah. Doesn't really do anything about it, but he. Anyways, so he cheats. And so then he's just like so sad and crying. And then like Cliff comforts him and it feels very manipulative mm-hmm. somehow mm-hmm. we will find out more about that later so he finishes the manuscript and yeah. he gives a copy of it to his publishers mm-hmm. and this is the same day that he's like guys i've arranged a visit like howard hughes is coming That's here the right. manuscript's done it's all coming together we're finally going to meet him and so he's like on the roof and the helicopter's coming and everyone's just like so excited and freaking out and then we cut to the helicopter and what do we see inside the helicopter? <laughs> it's just Dick's vomit. <laughs> <laughs> There's we had the captions on and Dick is throwing up cuz why nervous. wouldn't he be? <laughs> and and the caption just says Dick vomits. And it's like a picture of a helicopter. It's great. Yeah, she texts it to mm-hmm. me sometimes. Um yeah, so like the helicopter like comes and then it turns around and everybody's like what's happening? He's like oh what oh you put east and you're supposed to put west and like or whatever like he he makes up so i mean he had like taken the diagram and changed it and then yeah. gave it back to them and was like you messed up the diagram like the man is a a master manipulator and so he's like but see he's real which like whole thing just feels so like i have a girlfriend but she lives in canada right like, how are they not but like also seems crazy to be like yeah. well he must have just hired a helicopter to come here and right. then fly away right. but that is what he did but it seems crazy to assume but it's that also that's like, true he has so much money now like yeah he can it's true um so but they love the manuscript so that's accepted it's gonna yeah. be published even stanley tucci's happy even stanley even stanley um and edith edith is, is in trouble yes she gets caught because she was cashing a check for a million dollars that didn't belong to her yep um oh, and he has a dream kidnapping yeah. thing okay this was, i actually liked this because it was confusing <laughs> and ambiguous and i liked it because it they, they play it this whole like scene that we're about to describe as if it's a thing that actually happened but there's something off about it not just the fact that he gets thrown off a balcony and survives like the guy that's talking to him so okay so he gets kidnapped and taken to the bahama a hotel ho- yeah it seems like it's I, the it seems like the hotel that he was in yeah that's, like kicked off his obsession and he there's this guy talking that is close to hughes yeah. and is like he's impressed with your writing and like and then but he keeps saying the one weird thing too is like he kept saying like cliff he's t- he's talking to him really threateningly like and he keeps saying clifford after yeah. like every half sentence yeah and, and just basically like we know what you're doing but also he respects you but also yeah. you're in trouble and then cliff's like wait you're the one that sent the box of documents you, you want me to include that you want nixon impeached and yeah. like and then he gets thrown off the balcony like a high balcony into a he pool. does a disney fall yeah there's a real vertigo and then fall. we see him wet in the car with some goons and they're driving him yeah and he's like they're like confirming everything I don't know. It and was, then he like wanders back home. So it's like, it's not a cut to him waking up in bed. Just the yeah. whole thing was so heightened. It was like this, I don't think is real, but he is walking home in his bathrobe. So is it real? Yeah. 
And then later on, let's see. And I just said in all caps, was this real? But what those men do is that they insist that that Nixon chapter is included in the book. I think his publisher have been like, oh, we can't do this. This is the president of the United States. Yeah, the publisher said no. But they're like, you better do it. So then they have a luncheon for the book launch and he's just like lapping up all the Mm -hmm. praise. He's so happy. Edith comes home and is like, so I just got in trouble and also I'm leaving you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, the book is printed. The White House is absolutely freaking out because they did include that chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Edith is like, "What?" Do you, uh, she comes back and she's like, "No, for real. I'm leaving you now, and I want you to tell me the truth. What happened with this other woman?" And he lies. And he starts he straight up, and then he, yeah, and then he just full he's lie. Like, I was going to, but I we just kissed, and we were in the village. And it's like you were in the village. You're in the Plaza Hotel. And she is. said to come up to the room, and I turned around and ran, and, and like none of it's true. And it's like yeah. he can't even be honest no. with this woman who is his wife after yeah. she's already said. But then he cries, and then she hugs him, and it works. Yeah, he's a very talented manipulator. And she's like, I hate you. Yeah. Um, and then. But not for long, because then things fully unravel, and they do that f- interview with the woman that he had affair with. That's yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. So like all these things are starting to unravel at once. Like Dick finds out. I think Dick is starting to be suspicious of things, and then he and then he tells him the story of being kidnapped, and that's when I was like, okay, I think that was just like him imagining it in his head as a story to use later or something. And Dick also finds out that. Go ahead. That like, thank you. <laughs> that Cliff like had hired that woman to have sex with Dick. Yeah, because so he knew it would make him. Yeah, rely on him and back not, in his palm. Yeah, because his wife, Dick's wife, was asking him to. That's right. That's right. To yeah. Stop this. So he's and, like, ooh, if I uh, ruin yeah. his relationship with his wife or make him scared too. But he told his wife mm-hmm. the truth, yeah. and they stayed together. So yeah. So he's like, he's noticing that like Dick, that Cliff is becoming super paranoid and like and not making sense and the fact that like he manipulated dick into creating a situation where he would cheat on his wife it's um it's not fully it's like cliff's fault no but at the same time time, he definitely did a lot um it's like the a lot of the movie he's like doing bad stuff but he loves his wife and he loves his friend and it's like he is whatever but he really like goes down a path where it's like you have literally manipulated and lied to everybody in your life that cares about you and that you supposedly cared about um and then hughes like for sure denies it he like he like goes on air yeah uh radio yeah and he's like guys no for real this book has nothing to do with me and so it's like that's it and that's when nina the girlfriend comes out and is like i was he claimed to be like with Howard Hughes in the Bahamas, the but Plaza we were Hotel, at the Plaza yeah. Hotel together that day. And so then, yeah. of course, his wife sees that. Sees that. Um, and so he gets arrested and he agrees to cooperate for leniency yeah. against for Dick and Edith, which mm-hmm. is nice. Um, Edith's granted immunity, right? Who? Edith. I think in the States, but she does serve oh, one right. year in a Swiss prison. That's right. Which is probably much Which, nicer than yeah. an American prison. Um, and he serves 17 months in the pen. Yeah. Which is not too long. Yeah, considering. It's less time than we've been dealing with COVID. <laughs> True. Yep. Um, okay, so then the end. I love I love this in movies where it's like a wrap-up. It's like, it's just like where everybody's been like, you know, yeah. two, five, it's ten so years nice later. It's so nice because we have so many questions and they just get tell yeah. us. 
So then he gets released and he writes another book, right? Yes. I think about this. About this. <laughs> about that whole thing. Um, Dick writes a children's book. Yep. And I don't know about Edith. Did it say anything about her? I think it might have, but I can't remember. And then it did contribute to like Nixon's. Like he got more paranoid and stuff and it directly yeah. contributed to the whole Watergate thing happening, which I don't know if you've heard about Watergate, but it was kind of the We're downfall gonna get into of Richard it. Nixon. <laughs> yeah. You can listen to our Watergate podcast if you want to hear more about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a crazy story yeah. and it is mostly true. I'll talk about the parts that I found that are not true, but great that's the movie that's, that's the synopsis that's, that's told the story rapidly by us in simultaneously too much and not enough detail <laughs> mm-hmm. as is our custom as is our way um okay so w- this film is directed by lassa lessa i looked up how to pronounce it and i forgot oh, it this is the one. i think his okay. name is lassa hallstrom mm-hmm. he's a swedish director he's directed stuff like cider house rules what's eating gilbert grape chocolate wow yeah um he, he loves chocolate <laughs> well we talked about it recently because <laughs> of juliette Bernache. Mm-hmm. um he's married to lena olin who we know on this podcast because she was the the lead the female lead in mr jones she oh. was like the bad therapist who oh. fell in love with her patient that's right okay yeah. cool they're married um and he also apparently first became known for directing almost all the music videos by abba whoa so fun that's amazing that's great um so irving clifford irving himself the real man was hired as a technical advisor but he was displeased with the product and asked to have his name removed from the credits yep and i found a quote from him where he was talking about why i mean I think when it's something like this, it's very hard to have it be good if the actual person is involved. That's why, like, yeah. some biopics are just kind of, like, sanitized versions mm-hmm. if the actual person's involved because it's like, well, they don't want... That's what happened with the Queen movie, the Bohemian Rhapsody one. Mm. Like, Oh, because the band was, like... The band was, yeah. like, they were producers or something, and they're like, no, we don't want to come off good, so... Mm-hmm. Um, So this is what Clifford Irving says about this movie. He says, as played by Richard Gere, an actor I admire... Movie Clifford is desperate and humorless, a washed-up hack writer who lives in a conservative New York suburb. In fact, I had a multi-book contract with my publisher and enjoyed the good life on Ibiza, (laughs) a sunny Mediterranean island where I owned a beautiful 15-room farmhouse. Okay, chill out. Movie Clifford has the energy of a not-too-bright psychopath. I don't think that's true. He seems quite bright. Uh, If I were that man, I'd shoot myself. (laughs) The movie misses the point that Howard Hughes that the Howard Hughes hoax was a live action adventure story concocted by two middle aged hippie expat writers and a Swiss right. heiress. Ew, I don't like this man. Yeah, right. He's exactly how actually you would expect yeah. him to be. Edith, my then wife, a woman of great zest, is portrayed as a dull housefrau. I don't think that's true. She's an artist. Yeah, she's an she's an artist. She's like smart. She comes up with the idea. Yeah. She's got a weird but I am assuming cool haircut for the yeah. time period. Um, and Nina Van Palant, Palant, my Danish mistress, so that's what that accent was, she was mm, Danish, okay. as a barely one level above a New York hotel hooker. That's wow. how he thinks the movie portrayed these people. He said, Dick Suskind, witty friend and co-conspirator, is offered to the public as a self-righteous sweaty buffoon. I mean, <laughs> he caught on to the sweat. <laughs> he's not wrong about that. And he's also, I don't think he's self-righteous. No, I don't think so either. He, I think he's like, just has like he a, has a normal moral. Yeah. And I also... I do agree with him about the mistress, but also there, she wasn't on screen for very she long. She had a very small part. Um, 
And then he says, the scenes that deal with movie Clifford feuding with movie Dick, getting him drunk and hiring a bar girl to seduce him are totally fictional. The Hughes people mailing the package of files to me is also made up. Hmm. Um, so that's interesting. Interesting. I want to know more about this 15 room farmhouse in Ibiza. That I sounds know. lovely. I want that. I want that. I, Ew, I don't like him though. Yeah, he sounds. So I found an interview with. I don't like anybody that's like proud that. Okay, this is gonna sound weird. I don't like anybody that's pre- that talks too much about being an expat. Yeah, like th- as their identity. It's yes. like okay, well, you left the country, so like don't make it your identity. Yeah, I am not patriot. I'm not like how dare you leave America? I want to leave America, <laughs> but like I just feel like people are like like there's a, a just a huge group of people where it's like I'm an ex like we're expats ex like it's just yeah. like ex anything ex anything. Anytime anybody makes anything their whole personality, it's annoying. And I say that as somebody who makes like eating popcorn on the subway my personality. So <laughs> no, I get it, but <laughs> you don't. I don't eat it on the subway. I wear a mask on the subway. Yeah, she doesn't Not anymore. Um, no, you don't wear a mask anymore on the subway. No, I do. Wow. Um, here's an interview with Richard Gere. We're not equipped. No, I, I things are gonna fall apart so quickly. Uh, yes, I feel that. I feel that. I hey feel... everyone, welcome to my midweek eight o'clock <laughs> doom spiral. <laughs> Thanks for coming. You've arrived. It's bonus content. <laughs> you stuck it out this long, you get a little treat. <laughs> you're you're a Patreon member, so you get this. <laughs> We're gonna talk about climate change. We're gonna talk about wealth inequality. We're gonna talk about how all my personal relationships are crumbling. Yeah, we're gonna talk about health and wellness and how it doesn't exist we're gonna talk about landlords we're gonna talk about mice more mouse talk (sighs) more mouse talk we're gonna talk about covid denying and how it's just becoming more and more rampant because new york is like peaking with variants that we don't have vaccines or cures for we're gonna talk about all right we you guys might not have heard what we just said because we went on a little spiral (laughs) so it's it's gonna depend on elisa's mood when she's editing if that makes where it that makes not. the cut <laughs> but ah. i do have an interview with richard gear oh. about this film the hoax that i'd like to read some excerpts from so they asked about um clifford irving the real man and they said you decided not to meet up with him what was mm. that based upon that and seems interesting for richard to do yeah that. well his response was well he's obviously a highly manipulative person <gasps> and i had the good sense of what i wanted to do with the role i'd done enough research this wasn't this movie's not pretending to be a documentary on him like there's okay. uh, there's at least one scene that didn't happen the whole scene with the the, sex, the sex worker oh. um and so he's like i just didn't want to meet him he's manipulative and i felt like he would change <laughs> he would change my mind which is true he does That's seem nice. to be very good at good. getting under people's skin All right also it's funny the way that they talk that both richard and the director talk about clifford irving is similar to the way that everyone in the movie talks about howard hughes because the interviewer is like so the helicopter scene didn't happen right and richard is like well he said that it did and then he said that it didn't (laughs) (laughs) almost everything was taken from notes that he gave the producer when he was developing the script so he was very contradictory about many of the things that he said he invented almost everything as he went along and continues to i'm sure oh my gosh and he was like, I would love to meet him now. And I think he's a good writer. Um, yeah. So that was kind of interesting. That's interesting. They said, what was it like working with Alfred M- Molina? And <laughs> this is, the, I think, the nicest thing I've ever heard him oh. say about anybody. Alfred is the top. There was uh-huh. no one better than him. There was no one nicer than him. Oh. There was no one more creative or choosy than him. Oh. This is a love story between two men, basically. And I mean, he's the best lover I've ever had. <laughs> My goodness, <laughs> Richard. 
I've never seen him emote so much. No. Wow. Um, I was like slightly confused about the Nixon stuff. So this kind of helped okay, me help understand me. it a little bit. So he said Hughes. Help me, Wanda. This is Richard kind of explaining this. Stuff. Hughes was smart enough to make a loan payoff to Nixon and slush it through Donald Nixon, who is Nixon's brother. And just do smart stuff to cover his own ass in the process. But he knew that there were favors that he would have to be paid for down the road. Hughes knew this. Mm-hmm. So he kept this whole sham going. He could have stopped the whole like Clifford Irving thing sooner than he did. But he just took advantage of the realities of what was happening. And so he was like, I do take Howard Hughes at his word when he did call. Like they do have footage of that. So he thinks that it's true that. Oh, no, no, no. Wait. The box thing was was not real. Mm-hmm. The box of records was not real. But he does think that the whole stuff with Nick and Nixon and all that was Hughes being like, well, let's see I can use this as leverage. Yeah. So yeah. That's kind of interesting. Interesting. He talks about how he's going off to shoot Knights in Rodanthe next. Oh. And he describes his character as. Wait, is that what's next? No, I wish uh. it was, man. The next. No, I don't like this tone. Watch. I'm I've so watched ner- it. No, I don't know you've why already I seen have. it. It's good lord Awful. it's no. maybe the worst movie i've ever seen i hate no. it what is it it's called the flock oh I it's don't... just bad it's got claire danes in it okay um they asked him is there a character that you haven't played that you'd like to play and he says madeline albright <laughs> <laughs> he's funny he's, sometimes he's kind of petulant i can't tell if that was happy or petulant because then he laughs and he says i don't know <laughs> <laughs> he's like i'm old now yeah <laughs> um the director talked a little bit about how marcia gay harden looks a lot like the real edith and she mm. used her real accent a switch a swiss mm. one she's a real paint like she's a paint no she really was a painter and they used her real paintings in the oh. film and she had the same haircut that edith actually had so okay, there's a reason right. for that weird haircut there's a reason for that and then this is where he says richard changed his hairline Ugh. he added as you can tell so a little bad, something to his nose i couldn't i couldn't tell I want to go back. I like a man with a big nose. So I just kept being like, yeah, there's that big nose. He's so handsome. You kept saying (laughs) over and over again. Um, And that's basically all the trivia I have. That's great. That's good trivia. Thank you. That helped clear up a lot, actually. Yeah, it was nice. I hate... I don't like Clifford Irving. I don't like him either. He's... he's Not just the expat stuff. Real piece of work. Yeah. Um, I just found this review. Uh, Peter Travers of Rolling Stone rated the film three and a half out of four stars. Like oh, wow. Said, out of four. This got like some pretty good critical reviews. Yeah, they liked it. He described it as devilish and devastating satire. He added, gear gives him the old razzle dazzle <laughs> with his rug- ruggish charm and sharp comic timing that surprises the unexpected feeling he brings to this challenging role. I like that he said razzle dazzle. I like that too. I do think he Give was really good in this. I thought I, I guess I did too. I I guess I just was kind of confused, and that didn't help. And then I the plot like, was confusing. Yeah. I was all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And his hair was really. It was hard for me to get past the hair. But I but we liked the wave in it. It we was did a good like the wave. wave, but the cut like he just. It they was, just tried to so make him young look a for his wrinkly young. face. Yeah, and I say that in a good way. I like his wrinkly face, but like you love his wrinkly face. But it's like how Paul McCartney always has like weird reddish hair now, and it's like Paul. Paul, we know we know what you look like. Or like there. how Whitney Rose's dad dyes his hair. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh gosh, I always thought it was a wig. He's got like emo hair. Yeah, guys, like, we like the Real Housewives watch- of Salt Lake City. It's yeah. very fun. It's wild this season. Mm. What would you give him on a silver fox scale for this movie? I gotta look back at. I more than 
more than. <laughs> Gosh, what? Elise, I have too many notes. I have too many. You're a busy bee. Insane notes. Okay. B season, I gave him 2.5. Say that again. Oh, B season. B season. Shall we dance? I gave him four. <sighs> you did or I did? Oh, sorry. You did. <laughs> B season, you gave him a two. Shall we dance? You gave him a 4.5. I gave him more than you? Yeah. You're obsessed with Richard Gere. <laughs> All right. I give him... This is hard. <laughs> he looks good in 70s clothes. Yeah, he does. I think I'm going to give him a 4. Okay. Yeah. I what respect about you? that. I'm going to give him a 3.5. Ah! It's interesting. In the early days when he's hot, 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 I gave him way higher scores. And now in his older days... I forgot. He's still hot, but he's, you know, older. Sarah's like 4.5 every day, every night. (sighs) Because I am going off of a different scale than you. (laughs) This needs to go on our bingo for our podcast to argue (laughs) about the meaning of the silver fox rating. I got to, I need to re-average your scores. My average was getting closer to yours now. Yeah, probably. That's scary. (laughs) Um, Gosh, remember him in... Um, miles from home. <laughs> Do you think I could forget those tight jeans? Why did I give him six in Rhapsody? Or no, you gave him a six in Rhapsody in August. Yeah. He was there for so little. I know, but do you know what you gave him? Did you I gave him a six. I gave him a six. We were really taken with him in that movie. I don't know why. He, he was wore so, a lot of like open And he wore shirt. a Hawaiian and he, shirt. And he rolled his sleeves a lot. Oh, and he from what I sleeve. remember. And he played with a little kid. Yeah. And he was just like respectful. Respectful mm-hmm. king. We love a respectful game. <laughs> All right. Bingo. Uh, Bingo. B-I-N-G-O. Did you ever do that where it's like you clap some of the letters out? Yeah. I-N-G-O. I-N-G-O. And the best was like, oh. <laughs> oh. Or I like when you only say G. Yeah. Oh. G. Oh, I didn't do that. G-O. Oh. You could you had to go in order? Yeah. Oh. So you could go G. What? I guess we're built different. <laughs> <laughs> I am just uh, so yeah, unhappy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, we got some bingo. All right. Free space for a kiss. Yes, he kissed his wife. Oh, yeah. I took note of it. <laughs> and he kissed his mistress. Oh, uh, yeah. Both of them were yeah. passionate. Um, Steal someone's girl. No, but he's... He did connive. He was stolen away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shirt off. I don't it was it was very unbuttoned in the hotel room, but he didn't have it off. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Someone I think we're gonna be saying touch. (laughs) (laughs) You sound like a little mouse. Um I'm triggered. At least he's beating me now. I've been jumping. Every time I Everything. see a pigeon, a, a bird, leaf blows. A little bird kept hopping around at brunch and that, she was like, Gah! That bird's lucky it survived. Mm-hmm. Um, car- oh, physical <laughs> fight. Was there? No. I don't think so. I mean, he Shockingly. was like, thrown off of a roof, but he wasn't fighting. <laughs> yeah, he did, he did get a fight yeah. back there. Um, character's kind of a dick. Yeah. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Sex scene. Just implied. No. We didn't get to see it. I wow, mean, this is the first one. We didn't have to see it. <laughs> We didn't get to. <laughs> um, Hector Elizondo. No. Lives in an unrealistically nice place. No. It was a 
pretty home. It actually was upstate, like but not as nice as you would think if he like had had. He mostly some just stayed in the shed. Like yeah, we he didn't had, like, see a little this house shed. very much. Yeah. Um, where's his old guy glasses? No, man, this was full period costume. Yeah. Elise has already seen it. Nope. nope. Sarah not has not seen it. A nice scene with kids. No. No children. I don't think there was one kid in this film. Oh, at the end with Dick. He was signing books. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> he just looked through the window at him. Yeah. Um, relates to John Travolta. <laughs> I doubt it. Temper tantrum. I doubt it. <laughs> he threw so many temper tantrums and he Did was he? so pouty. I was just going to say no temper tantrum. He was just like, oh. what? Maybe what I was he- thinking pouty. But like when he like when when they were like calling him out, he was like no no no. Oh, that's true. But I, it wasn't. I don't, I don't know why I enjoyed the pouting so much because you there did. is nothing you... less appealing to me in this uh, world than a pouty man. Like it makes me no one that deserves to pout less. Right, exactly. And it just <laughs> makes me so immediately like, well, I need to leave if a man pouts in front of me. But for some reason, him pouting. Maybe because yeah. I'm just like peak pouty these days. You're like. Me too. Me. Let's pout well, together. I think we have a lot in common. <laughs> pout friends. Pout friends. Um, it plays an instrument. I'm surprised he didn't. Only if you mean the trust and oh, emotions of everyone shit. around him. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yay. Hey. That's it. That's that's it. Um, for that. Okay. We should have added drives a Mercedes to Would our bingo because he did. And he always does. Yeah. What do I what? He does. We really should have. He's done that in more movies than he's had a shirt off at this point. Yeah, he has. <laughs> we should have had a se- Our Silver Fox segment should have just been, would you hit that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, what were you going to ask? I was going to think of a would you rather. I should have thought. I have so little to do in this. <laughs> and I can't even do my small part. No, you've done great. Would you rather. Yeah. <laughs> um have richard yeah. hair in this oh, uh-huh. like you have to wear your hair like that ah, okay or sweat as much as uh dick does so would i rather have clifford's hair or dick's sweat glands yeah i kind of already have dick okay sweat i know glands. me too okay richard's hair <laughs> or have to steal something from the Pentagon. <gasps> and you have to have Richard's hair your whole life. <gasps> or you steal one folder from the Pentagon. I would rather have his hair. I have always wanted the Rosemary's Baby haircut. That is what I it, shouldn't that kind of have is. it. And I couldn't have it. But if I had to you do that or steal from the Pentagon, I would rather do that. You would look good with that hair. I disagree. But thank you for saying I that. would steal from the Pentagon. You would? I, I've got a peanut shaped head. That it would look <laughs> awful. I have a peanut-shaped head. No. Is that why we're friends? <laughs> My head is so much bigger than your head, though. Like, I do have a small a head. A small peanut head versus a big peanut head is... I think I'd rather have a big peanut head. Mm. I look like a, a... I'm a pinhead. Like, the opposite of a bobblehead. <laughs> Just like, oh, no, what? That I've person has a tiny peanut small, perched atop. You talk about your small head a lot, head. but I We measured one time, it. remember? We hit, Yeah, it's like a full inch... It's a full inch smaller than mine, <laughs> which you think an inch, but it's it makes all the difference. When it's not that many inches to begin with. Yep. That's what she's saying. No. Um, okay. Okay. So the next film we're going to watch, I already said this, but it's called The Flock. And, and we're excited. 
We're going to love it. I feel it. like we're going to have to make that a fun one. Like, we'll have to watch it together. I think we need to watch it together because I do not want to watch it yeah. alone. He's unpleasant in it. Can we skip it? We got to watch every single Richard. We That's, say every single Our tagline is every yeah. single Richard Gere movie. <sighs> I know. The things we do. <laughs> things we do for love. <sighs> this is, um, it's a 2007. What? The director, the co-director of the Internal Affairs Trilogy? Oh, it's a Hong Kong thing. Okay. I was like, is this a continuation from his film, Internal Affairs? It's not. Wow. Um, I think we can probably find it streaming for free, though, which okay. is nice. And right. oh my gosh, and Avril Lavigne is in it. I forgot about that. Okay. That's fun. <laughs> That's something to look forward to. That makes things a little complicated. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like we're forgetting something. What would you take the, away for that. this week? Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. We've done everything else, right? We did. We did Bingo. We did Silver Fox. Mm. We went on a doom spiral about the state of the world and our lives. We talked about my rodents. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess it's time. I guess this is it. <laughs> what would I... Man, we should have done it the other way around. Where we started off with the new movies. Because yeah. we could be watching him get hotter. <laughs> yeah, we, next time. I mean, again, I'm not ageist. I still would at this point in time, but it is like his movies do get worse, I think. Yeah. Anyways, um, what would I like? What would I take away from this film and bring into my week? I'm going to be more confident in my interactions with people. He's very confident. He's very confident and it gets him a lot of money. Yeah, I'm just going to start doing that. And opportunities. That's a great idea. I'm going to start doing what all the boss babes say. Just manifest. Manifest Go for what I want. Just put it out there. Speak my truth. Stop coming from a scarcity mindset. I need to stop coming from a scarcity mindset. (laughs) I do come from a deeply scarce (laughs) mindset. Um, Well, something that happened in this movie that I'm going to take as a lesson Mm -hmm. in the coming week is I'm going to stay at the Plaza Hotel for one night. This week? This week. All right. And this I promise you. Okay. Every word I say is true. Interesting. This uh, I is promise this you. Related, or is this just for fun? Oh, yeah. Next time I see a mouse, I'm going to the plaza. I did think the other night, I'm like, I can't just keep going to Sarah's house in the middle yes, of the night. Can. I should just get a hotel. <laughs> yes, you And can. I didn't think the plaza hotel, but you know yeah. what? Scarcity mindset is gone. I'm staying at the plaza. Great. Mm. Love it. What do you think they do? And they, they for sure have mice there. Not in the rooms, but like. They have to. It's, Everywhere it's, in New York has it's to. It's midtown. It's, Even here. There's rats. Yeah. Even here. Even here. <laughs> Better than the plaza. <laughs> Sarah's castle. <laughs> but it's just such a new building that you would... But, like, I'm sure. What? There have to be. But the plaza's not new. I know. I'm just saying, like, even I don't here. Think you're, I don't think yours has them. I don't... Maybe not on this floor, but somewhere in this building. How much time do you think we've been talking about vermin on this podcast? Like, half as much <sighs> as Richard Gere or three quarters as much? Mm, three quarters. Seven eighths. Seven eighths. <laughs> I feel like we... I, I don't know what we talk about most. Listeners, tell us. <laughs> what do you want to hear less of? <laughs> All right. Listen. listen. We got to go. We have Elise to- has to go to sleep. I will never sleep. I don't sleep anymore. It's fine. Those days okay. are behind me Well, now. Elise needs to go try to sleep. Um, We got to go. 
Got a dash. We we gotta go. Hey, well, thanks, we for listening. thanks for listening. Sorry, I feel like every episode of this gets weirder <laughs> and sadder. I hope that's and why like, you're listening. They're spaced out further and further because we just can't find can't get <laughs> the space. Well, in we our were hearts. okay. Listen, we were gonna record, and then the whole mouse thing happened, and then we were gonna record, and then I was in the ER, and then we were gonna record. Now you had to go to a garden. I had to go to a garden. <laughs> Um, um so we just can't leave you guys this is like when you're talking to a nice friend i know it's like i don't want to hang out i'm you like hang out Lisa and i could totally just talk we after could, we like we don't out, we don't have to talk on mic no but we want to stay here with you <laughs> you're keeping us company all right we, we're gonna go bye <laughs> bye i'm your number one boy